Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Rob here. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, it's been a little while since I've talked to you. Hope uh, you're continuing on your little path to improving yourselves. And, uh, you know, we've got, got some things to talk about today, some things to consider, um, you know, since the last time I've I've mentioned anything on this podcast. A little Tupac today, starting with some Tupac and, and changes, because that's uh, what's on my mind today is making some changes. Uh, special thanks to, you know, any of you that are listening. I really appreciate uh, your support and your feedback. Uh, in particular, uh, a good buddy of mine, Jeff, uh, really appreciate uh, some of the feedback you gave me over the last couple of days. And, uh, you know, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. And, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, that goes for any of you. Uh, feel free to reach out to me and, uh, you know, let me know if you have any questions or, or any or anything you might want to talk about. Uh, today I'm talking about, you know, an issue that's been uh, in, in the news and, and on our minds and on our minds and uh, and in our hearts over the last couple of weeks. And that's, uh, you know, the, the issue of school safety and, and gun violence, you know, everything going on with uh, the shooting down in Florida and Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, you know, I feel it's time that I make a, you know, a time for me to at least uh, say what my thoughts are on the issue. You know, so if you know me, you know who I am, you know what I'm about, and you know where I'm from. Uh, but if you don't, you know, I, I'm a teacher in a public school. I'm, I'm a father to two kids in a public school, and I also served eight years as a military police officer in the Army Reserves, two of those years active duty. You know, the combination of those, th those three things, in my opinion, gives me the opportunity to speak on this issue of school safety and gun control from a relatively unique perspective. You know, I'm sure I'm not the only one with this type of background, and I'd be happy to listen to other people's perspectives. But, uh, you know, these are simply going to be my thoughts on really what's all over the news right now, and I hope it resonates with some of you. You know, it's been a couple weeks since we lost those 17 people in Stoneman Douglas High School, most of them high school students and, and uh, you know, a couple teachers as well. In the aftermath of, of this, you know, just tragic uh, school shooting and everything that's come from it, the thing that comes to my mind is, you know, none of us have this all figured out. It's, uh, it's a really complicated and, um, and stressful issue and situation. And yet every time we turn on the TV, all we hear is, you know, another person telling us what we should do and what has to be done in order per to prevent this from ever happening again. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, as always is the case, we're having the conversation too late. The chance to save the 17 lives that were lost is gone. You know, it is our duty to not let those lives, uh, you know, the people that have moved on be in vain. You know, there, there are a lot of factors that go into this issue of school safety. And it's a, it's a much larger problem of, you know, gun control and, um, and our schools being safe. That, you know, right now our nation's busy arguing over a lot of the factors that go into our eroding safety in the schools and, we're letting it distract us from the larger and, in my opinion, more immediate problem. Of course, part of me recognizes that that has to happen in order for us to come to an understanding of each of the factors. You know, as I would tell my students, you can't understand or solve the larger problem until you understand the factors within it. However, in discussing these issues, we're creating a larger divide between us. It's, uh, you know, and it's that divide that worries me more than anything. The fact that we're so far apart on this issue that's rooted in pain and in fear 
for so many leaves us more vulnerable to another tragic day. It leaves us being reactionary in the event of another school shooting. But, you know, if you're someone who feels compelled to speak on this issue of gun control and school safety and and mental health, then it stands to reason that you probably feel pretty passionate about the issue. You know, we are speaking about our children being safe and staying safe. So no matter which, which side of the aisle you fall on, I can understand that there are strong and passionate opinions on the issue. I simply ask that you try to recognize However strong your opinion is, other people feel that strongly as well, possibly even stronger. So, you know, if you haven't recognized that already, please take some time to do that. You know, before you post anything, before you say something, to prove yourself right and those with differing opinions wrong, try to apply the patience necessary to speak and listen to other people without adding to the anger and displaying the hatred that's become way too normal in our society. Anyway, so, you know, as I, as I continue to ponder over everything that's gone on over the past couple weeks, one of the things that continues to be discussed is the possibility of arming teachers in order to protect children in the event of another school shooting. You know, being that I do have a background in the military, it seems logical to say that if this policy were to ever be actually put in place, I might be qualified to carry a firearm into a school, into a classroom. Just so there's no confusion about where I stand on the issue, let me clearly say I have no intention of ever carrying a gun into a school. And you can keep your bonus. I don't want it and I don't need it. I remember being handed a weapon for the first time and being you know, very aware of how much power was being put into my hands. And that kind of power is no place inside of a classroom. When you're carrying a weapon, you know, either on your hip or uh, you know, over your shoulder on a sling, it's your responsibility to constantly be aware of that weapon. Now, it seems simple enough. How hard can it be to be aware of the fact that you're carrying a weapon? But whenever you do have a weapon in your possession, you have to be constantly aware that the possibility of you losing control of that weapon is always there. So you have to always have a piece of your mind that's that's fully aware of what's happening with that. And that can take away from your concentration on the students and your, your lesson or, or whatever else you should be focusing on as a teacher. You know, again, it seems simple. <clears throat> make sure your weapon is holstered. Make sure the safety's on. <clears throat> make sure you're not pointing at anyone. You know, all of that seems obvious. But, uh, you know, how does that change the behavior of the teacher? How does that change the relationship between the teachers and the students? If you've never carried a weapon, then you may not understand the difference in how you have to interact with the people around you. A school is a place where people are supposed to come together and share thoughts and ideas and exchange knowledge. That can't be done in its most effective way if you're carrying a gun inside the classroom. You know, on top of that, when when you are carrying a weapon, the need for physical space becomes that much more important. You know, I'd have to uh, be careful of how I stand and how I position myself in order to ensure that that weapon I'm carrying and by extension, the students are are always safe. And in doing that, that would change my relationship with the students. It may not be fair, but part of my mind is always going to have to be concerned about possible threats to me and to the people around you because I'm now in possession of a deadly weapon. Furthermore, the necessity of knowing how to react to an active shooter situation would become a much larger part of my job, 
or for any individual permitted to carry a weapon inside of a school. The level and the amount of training required for a person to become adept in a stressful situation such as this would change the nature of our jobs. You know, at what point would be more would we be more focused on crisis response and less focused on education? And is that really the message we want to convey to the students in our classes? You know, personally, I chose this profession over staying in the military or, or joining the ranks of law enforcement because I wanted to make a positive difference in the lives of people, of students. I wanted to teach them how to improve their own lives, not engage in active shooter drills with the possibility of having to fire upon someone. You know, it's always been my intention to prevent violence, not to train for it. And I'm not some person that, you know, lives in, in a pie-in-the-sky world where I think there is no violence. I'm well aware of the fact that we live in a violent world. And while I do believe you have to train and be prepared for worst-case scenarios, there comes a line where there comes a point where we have to focus more on trying to avoid it rather than preparing for it. Furthermore, you know, we've seen a lot of these shooter situations be students that used to be in these schools or have some connection to these schools. And as the teacher, I think that that leads me to recognize that God forbid I were ever to be in this type of situation, I have to take into account that it, it may be one of my former students, uh, which means that I also have to recognize how my interactions with my current students may affect their future decisions and their future, um, you know, the, their their lives in the future and how they may respond if they're ever put in a situation where they're having a tough time or uh, having some mental or issues or, or stressful situations where they may be considering hurting someone. You know, maybe at some point they might look, at back, look back at something I've engaged with them in class and maybe it'll help them. So, you know, I certainly hope that the message and, and um, impression that I'm giving them is one of caring and love and support and not something that tips them over the edge, but rather puts them back on track back on that positive path. You know, additionally, just as the world around us is changing, the way we have to teach our youth also has to change. You know, teachers are no longer the holders to the key of information as they once were. You know, meaning that we no longer stand in front of the classroom and simply provide information for students. That's, that's, what's what, that's what Google is for now. With technology where it is today, teachers know better than ever that our primary job is not to provide information, but it's to teach students how to think and learn for themselves. We do this by constantly pushing them to be better, to do better, to never accept that they're not capable. We strive to help them to figure out how they can improve upon what they already know and, and who they are. In short, we teach them how to persevere through the tough times. Right now is definitely one of those tough times for them, just as it is for us and, and for parents all around our country. It's all that much more important that we do not cave into the fear of violence. We cannot overreact to our new reality and make it worse by adding to the problem with more opportunity for harm. Not to mention the fact that it goes against everything I stand for as a teacher, and I'd, I'd go so far as to say that most teachers would agree with me. 
As we enter our classes every day, I hope to follow the examples of great teachers that have come before me, like Martin Luther King and Gandhi. You know, these, these are people, these are teachers that sought to bridge the divide between people through nonviolence. One can't be nonviolent while carrying a sidearm. So I hope to and, and I intend to double down on the things that we know work and the things that we know make a difference by forming strong, meaningful, impactful relationships with our students. You know, we honor those relationships and, and we honor the role of the teacher by trying to be examples of how to live your life with integrity and respect for all. And I hope that most of us follow the advice of Gandhi and try to be the change we want to see in the world. I certainly don't want that change to be carrying more weapons. It should be carrying more caring and, and respect and acceptance for each other. You know, I hope to, the change that I want to see and that I hope to be is one that loves more and hurts less, one that's more peaceful and less harmful. I make that commitment for myself and for the people around me because I'm a teacher, but make no mistake, I engage in this battle for education, peace, and nonviolence with the full intensity of a soldier. I recognize that the battle cannot be won with a gun, but rather has to be won with our minds, with our hearts, and with our souls. It is certainly my philosophy as a teacher that a teacher should take his or her job as seriously as a soldier takes his or hers, and that our nation's education is every bit as important as our national defense. However, that's extremely different than saying our teachers should train like soldiers and act like soldiers. This latest shooting has made us all realize that this has become far too commonplace and we live in the fear that we will unfortunately be, or there will unfortunately be another school shooting at some point. None of us could possibly know who it might be or where it might occur, but the sad fact is that our students now have to be aware of that possibility. And as their teacher, I have to be able to discuss this issue with them. True and honest discussion between teachers and students comes only when the students believe and trust that you are on the same level with them. You know, I've tried to convey this feeling with them by either sitting or kneeling to speak to them on an eye-to-eye -eye level as they sit. And, you know, it may seem like a simple action, but that act serves to strengthen the relationship between us by removing any unforeseen barriers. The addition of a gun would n negate any progress that could possibly be made, and it's a constant reminder of violence. Our jobs and evidently our lives depend on having a strong and impactful relationship with our students. Just that knowledge that there would be a weapon in the classroom would weaken those relationships. I'm here today, you know, to tell you to, that both as a teacher and as a parent, I have to wonder what is expected of classroom teachers today. You know, or in the event of another school shooting. You know, our circumstances now require us to engage in active shooter and lockdown drill, drills, but should we take that a step further and form quick response teams among our teachers? Should we train them on how to quickly remove their weapons from their holsters so that they can point it as to a, a possible would-be shooter? You know, how much time and energy are we going to be putting into that situation that has a relatively low probability of happening in the first place? And of course, I know none of us ever expect this to happen until it does. But again, are we focused on being reactionary? Or are we focused on taking action in order to prevent this from happening again? 
What if the student tries to put a, a hand on my weapon as I move through the hall? Should I put that student against the wall? Or do I have to recognize that it was an accident? Why make a complicated situation even more so? You know, it's easy to get caught up in the magnitude of the event whenever we hear about these school shootings. And as I engage in conversation with my students about it, I can't help but realize that if we were in that situation, I and we have to know what to do. However, this is where the life of a soldier and the life of a teacher have to be different. A soldier's responsibility is to prepare for battle. And obviously our world has led us to the point that now teachers must also prepare for battle-like conditions. Yet, as a teacher, I can't allow that to be my focus. My focus, my life, my heart, and my soul have to be fully and completely dedicated to peace, to love, to improvement of, of self, and commitment to teamwork, teaching acceptance of one another, and nonviolent resolutions to problems. We have to recognize that every day and every interaction that we have, that I have with my students, is another chance for me to help them to improve themselves, or to make an impact on how they see and approach the world and life. It's my responsibility to teach them how to ask for help if they need it, and how to offer help to someone if they notice that someone needs it. We do this every day in our subject areas to help them achieve their academic goals. And now we do it because it's our best chance of keeping them safe. Every interaction between a teacher and a student matters. Every interaction between students matter. Any interaction that any interaction could be the one that puts a young man or woman over the edge or back on track. We know that. Every little thing we say or do can have an impact. And now we teach our students that. Everything that they say can make a difference in the life of a person on the edge. Recognition of that fact forces me to stay engaged in what I believe to be of paramount importance. Now's the time for us to make that much more of an impact on our students, and they are listening to us more than ever. So let us say the right things and teach them that caring for each other and helping each other has more of an impact on keeping each other safe than anything else. What we do and say today affects the lives of people in the future. So let us say the good things and the honorable things. Let us do the right thing for the people around us. Let us do for others as we would hope for them to do to us. Our commitment to that is more powerful than any gun and more effective than any weapon. All right, guys. So thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. I sincerely hope that it, uh, it spoke to you in some way, and I hope it might make some, some little bit of a difference. Um, Feel free to touch base with me, message me, leave me uh, a call in on on this uh, on this station if you like. Uh, I definitely definitely love to hear what you have to say on the issue, and I'd love to talk about it some more because I know how I feel and I know where my heart is. And um, you know, it is time to start making some changes. So let's let's change in the right direction. Have a good day, everyone. Talk to you soon.